podcast where two meaningless people talk about meaningful things. I am Chris Gore, and this is my <laughs> wife, Leslie. I'll try. And okay, okay. Is... You want me to try again? Yeah. We're laughing about this because <laughs> we actually I was trying to figure out. I asked her, I said, what do you want to do? How do you want to introduce yourself and she just got all yeah giddy. this is the hardest part for me yeah this is this is just jumping in i feel like i should use a radio voice. hello everybody <laughs> i'm leslie gore america <laughs> so i'm i'm leslie gore his wife that was so good everyone <laughs> i feel like there are mothers out there listening who are going to be so proud of you right yes, now thank and you. who just want to take you <clears throat> under their wing <clears throat> Yeah. All right, this is our podcast where we talk about a hodgepodge of things that we've learned throughout the week, uh, maybe experienced, struggled with, uh, failed at, succeeded in, mm-hmm. just all sorts of all things, things, all leading back uh, ultimately to God and his provision and direction for all of us. And if we can help you guys uh, do any of those things, uh, that's our desire. Mm-hmm. So, I'm nodding, by the way. She is... If she's got the radio radio nod, I'm not. It's because she's she's audibly conversing with me through (laughs) movements. Like what he said. What he said. That guy. That guy. Mm -hmm. (laughs) All right. So we always start out with our dedications. I began the dedications last time, and then you and I totally like Jesus juked you because you were like you were like dedicating it. To like macaroni salad or something like that. <laughs> to a sandwich. To a sandwich. That's right. You're owed to the and sandwich. I hope, I hope that you'll go out. Let me just plug it one more time. The Chipotle cheesecake. <laughs> cheesecake. Chipotle cheesecake would be so disgusting. Chipotle cheesecake sandwich. She has not had dessert yet today. What is so it So this will probably be a quick podcast. Cheese. Steak. Steak. Cheese steak. Cheese steak. Yeah, not a cheesecake. Although that might be interesting. Yeah, Jersey Mike's. Chipotle cheese steak <laughs> sandwich. You got it down. You're about so, as good at the cheesecake yeah. as you're introducing so yourself. So I have an actual, I have a really mature um, dedication today. I want to dedicate this podcast to my mom who birthed me. <laughs> she makes a wonderful pot of coffee. And she knows how to doctor my coffee just right. But I'm really thinking about her in regards to our topic later on mm. today. Um, <gasps> yeah. She she just ministered to our family. That's called a tease. <laughs> yeah. She just ministered to our family in a really big way. And we'll tell you more about that in a minute. But I'm just super grateful for her investment in our life and in the lives of our of our kids. So thanks, mom. Love ya. Love her too. That's like the biggest one eighty of <laughs> like differences of dedications. That, yeah. That's you can't get more bookended yeah. in dedications than the uh, sandwich that I love and the person who birthed me. Funny enough, she's the one who introduced me to Jersey Mike, and that. Is how it all comes full circle. Yep, We've that done was the it. Full Kevin Bacon. It's there. her fault that I spend eleven dollars on a sandwich. <laughs> yeah, it's eleven bucks. Oh no, never mind. Okay, what you about your that, dedication? You eat that cheesecake sandwich a lot for it to be eleven dollars. <laughs> Maybe it's like yeah, ninety nine. Let's not. Someone's gonna 
someone's going to look it up and find out if you're lying or not. So yeah. let's not let's not even do that. Mine is. Hold on, Sam. Mine is yours. Mine is to my daddy. Aww. I love my dad very much. That's very sweet. Mine's all people that I love. Yeah. So anyway, uh, my dad. Uh, there is no father as obviously loving and genuinely heartfelt uh as as that guy um so just Amen. he is he you know he loves you and he just mm-hmm. does things that make that very very clear mm-hmm. which is a great great encouragement and a great a great lesson like mm-hmm. something to try and model yeah you know i think i kind of look like my dad in ways mm-hmm. And I make faces like my dad. <laughs> We've got very different personalities. Very than my very dad. Very different. He is uh, more very open quiet. and outgoing. No, <laughs> and I am shy and yeah, reserved, so quiet. So. I am the quiet man. <laughs> no, I, I'm obviously none of those things. Um, yes, any of my previous elementary school teachers and never have been uh which is probably why my dad was vexed when i was in school is like what what sort what of child is which this? is normally the way it goes yeah so yeah he is a wonderful man he's a good guy i'm gonna keep him all right so that's our dedications now let's get to the well i have a question to, for you oh you got a question yeah how question? do you feel like our first podcast episode went oh man i don't think anybody who listened to it is listening today (laughs) so i don't think we should talk about i mean i guess we could sort of plug it to the newbies but then we might lose them too no i i thought it went it went well i thought it went okay like i loved it i love yeah it's weird because yeah we're we're sitting in our living room yeah on a on a chair chair. and a settee Mm mm-hmm um, I have my favorite blanket. Which I didn't even I didn't even know what a settee was when we bought it. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway. Yeah. So it, it's, it's a little weird because we don't normally sit side by side and talk in two-way recording. We device. don't normally sit by each other and talk <laughs> at all, which makes it doubly this weird. This might be good for our marriage. Yeah. We'll be that's, talking. That's, that's all this is. The, this recording is really just an <laughs> ongoing marriage counseling session. <laughs> Uh, I, I told you what I thought I would change. I didn't, I always, I felt like I talked over you some and, and I, I know you said that, but I was just, you know, you're always afraid. Like I'm trying to help you. No. And I appreciate that. I want you to talk over me. It's what I do for a a living. I'm but a woman. Is talk over. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I wish I had, sometimes I feel like I laugh like, (laughs) (laughs) ha ha ha. Laughter? Like I'm just trying to like, like you're our laugh track. <laughs> like people are gonna go. That's not genuine. Yeah, laughing. it's That's, it's more nervous. They're hitting a button on a synthesizer. So sometimes I'm doing my real laugh, and sometimes I'm like nervous. Ooh, like, still in the blank. That's still your in the challenge quiet. for today. Can you search it? Can you can you figure out? Like start keeping track. There's something else that I do that that I don't like, but I'm not gonna bring it up because it's one of those things that I feel like if I tell you, you won't be able to you won't be able to unsee it. Oh. Because yeah. I can't, un- I can't unsee it. Okay. So anyway, you can tell me later. Yeah. So yeah, but I feel pretty good about it. I mean, good enough that we're here again. Good enough that we didn't just scrap the thing. Yeah, which is still um, a possibility. Like, yeah, you may never hear this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was a real laugh. <laughs> Put that down in the real laugh category. <laughs> okay. Okay. Oh yeah. Sorry. 
So, do you want to? So, what you been up to this week? <laughs> yeah, let's get let's go ahead and get into our potluck of dishes here, our potluck of topics. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you wanted to start out with a a big one. with a big one because yeah. we just this did is a less big potluck and more. We like, did a big thing. Yeah, this is like a I don't know. Like, yeah. do you ever what? have a church meal where one person just well, makes it's. A big, like the crawfish boil. Oh, this is our crawfish we're boil. We're going to dump it all out. This, thing. this big pot of something. Steaming something. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to. Crawfish. We're going to drop this big steaming big pile stinking, of crawfish. Steaming pile. Stinking, a bucket yes. of fishy, fishy. Um, that actually will be helpful because it's seafood. Is that seafood? <laughs> fish and seafood and crawfish and seafood. You're pulling these out and you're like, okay. I don't know if this is going to so, come So yeah, out. what we want to talk about um, a lot today is our summer vacation. Yay! Yeah. Which is like our first summer vacation beyond... <clears throat> our, our normal summer vacations consist of a trip about 100 miles outside of our state. At the, mm-hmm. Not even 100 miles outside of our state. I don't know. I'm just in um, a passenger seat. So we, it's a, <laughs> we normally do not, and haven't for almost a decade. Yeah. For almost a decade, we haven't gone on like a, a trip. Trip. Like because, with our kids and yeah. we've gone to a few places, yeah. but we have, we don't really load the family up and. No. Cause we love bags. Yeah. We love being home. And we don't have money right that would that's be the a big thing. one <laughs> it's like we're like we only go like just outside of the state but when we do that I'm like i don't know if we can make it back <laughs> like that's as, that's as far as we can go yeah. like we're can we do a go fund yeah we're, to get us we're going as far as we can yeah so for the last few maybe few years we've gone to branson missouri big shout out for branson it is, City. it is God's little taste of amusement park. <laughs> it really is. We love yes. Branson. We love Silver Dollar City. If the new heavens and the new earth was just going to be an amusement park, which I think is some people's view. Mm-hmm. We can talk about erroneous afterlife yeah, views. Yeah, that I have, should be a whole podcast I have episode. a whole podcast. Yeah, you, I would just have to sit and nod yes. on that one. Um but we love we love we love Silver Dollar City. It's just a great fun place, great place to take your family. Mm-hmm. Uh, good environment, mm-hmm. fun rides. Yeah, and lots of interesting things that people make and create. We've met we've met yeah. lots of friends there. We've people made that friends. we funny. This is totally. I don't know random. if they know they've made friends. We met we've a family there last last time we were there who was in the same hospital as we were. Giving birth to their child at the same time. Same day, same hospital, same time. It was very strange. So in a weird, awkward joke, I told the lady, oh, I think I heard you screaming down the hall. Yeah, that's a weird, that's weird <laughs> even now. Like you're telling me that and like looking at me and I'm, I'm uncomfortable. Anyway, like so all that to say, we don't normally. That might be edited out. <laughs> we don't normally go on big trips because I say we're yeah, because, to people. So we're going to, we got to start going further so that <laughs> what she says to people won't ever get back here because yeah. no one out there knows her. <clears throat> So what 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 happened? What made us go on this trip? We are we not gonna say where we went or what we? Yeah, I think okay. Tell the people. So what we did is we went to Nantucket. Nantucket. 
If you don't know, Nantucket is a small island 30 miles off the coast of Massachusetts. <laughs> That's like your canned dialogue version. <laughs> is that your radio? Your radio? Yes. yes. Yeah. Uh, and so uh, Leslie and her mom had been there before? And, yeah, about four years ago, yeah. my mom and I went on a really special trip, um, really in honor of her. She is, she's like a an adventurer at heart and hasn't really gone on a lot of adventures. She's been taking care of our family for so long and, and so well that she hasn't, she hasn't got, gotten out much. And so this trip was just a really, um, a special gift from God and from our family. And we had the best time there and we just fell in love with this island. And since we came back, it it has become like this magical non-stop nagging. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I see where you're going. That no. makes that makes sense. <laughs> no, it's become like a magical place to our kids. I've noticed as they mm. talk about the world, you know how kids will kind of just they'll just say the the places they've heard of. So they'll they'll mention China and. They'll say Silver Dollar City and Mm -hmm. Oklahoma, Texas, and Nantucket. Like, to them, that's that's what the world is comprised of. Which shows we need to do better in our geography. Well, we'll get there. We'll get there. So... So, four years, they went, and they loved it, and they've been talking about it, and I was always like, no way. Because you can't... We can't... We can't fly anywhere. We... I mean... You may not know this. This is your this is your tip of the day. Flying is expensive. It's <laughs> very expensive. And pe- you know, I I'm still of the mindset of well, if you schedule far enough out, maybe the t- no, the tickets are all expensive anywhere. Mm-hmm. You're you're they're you're basically paying to to fly on a giant metal tube mm-hmm. going hundreds of miles an hour, and that's an expensive thing apparently. Yeah. And apparently, when you're a family of seven, yeah. It, they don't give They don't you give discounts. you no group rates. No group <laughs> yeah. rates. So the more children we've had, the more. Yeah. So I was, at first I was like, yeah, I would totally like try and just appease you and be mm-hmm. kind and be like, that's great. We might do that someday. You know, just not wanting to shoot it down. Uh, <clears throat> but things began to change. Mm-hmm. And uh, just, and, and I think what it was is, is if you, it was. One, you just you you talked about it a lot, and two, uh, I think it was for me. It was reading through the Psalms, mm-hmm. and and I think the science class mm-hmm. that we did. Uh, so we're we're in our in homeschool teaching science, and I was going through some uh, answers in Genesis curriculum on uh, uh, just the Earth. So you know, I started the science class, and it was all about you know what did God make? Walked them through the six days of creation, and then now we're starting to walk through each day individually. And so we're on the earth, and we're talking about how wonderful the earth is, and that God has made. And so you take that, and you put on top of that a movie like The Ride and the Dance, yes, which just is like if you took if you took like the show Planet Earth mm-hmm. that has all that good videography and filmography and all the ographies. Uh, and you <clears throat> came at it from a God made all this isn't God amazing perspective. Mm-hmm. That's the riot and the dance. Yeah. 
that's what it that's was what very you did impactful. There. Oh yeah, it's still impactful. I <laughs> still semi Facebook stalk Gordon Wilson. <laughs> I may or may not have told him that I want him to take me on a field trip, <laughs> and then. He might have clicked like. No. Yes. Yes. I. It was either him or one of his representatives. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I feel like I feel like that's going to happen for you someday. Well. So you don't give up. Well, I won't. I won't give up. I think next time we're in Moscow, I think I'm just gonna. I think I'm just gonna walk up to him and be like, "Hey, are you ready? You want to go a for a walk? <laughs> I'm just gonna. He's not gonna know we're going on a field trip. <laughs> I'm just gonna be like, "Hey, Gordon." <laughs> Doctor Doctor Gordon, Gordon guy, uh, can can we walk and talk for a second? Yeah. And then and then he'll go outside and I'll have like a I'll have like a net or something oh, yeah, or, or like net. that little uh, that the lizard catcher thing that yeah. he has. And then I think then the jig will be up. I think right. he'll know. No, but he seems like not. such a nice guy. Yeah, he might be like. I think fine. you should do that. Just uh, do I think, that. I think I will. So anyway, watch his his movie, and then really just reading through. Here is again a plug for uh, the Bible reading challenge. Was reading through the Book of Psalms, uh, and there are all these psalms just about the wonders of God in creation, and you know pair that up with like Romans one, and just all this stuff that uh, just made me sort of uh, realize that you know what God made Nantucket. To teach us his glory. Mm-hmm. And for me, when I recognize that, when I realized that God made that, that he pulled an island out of the sea <laughs> and set it there to show us, to teach us something about him. Mm-hmm. Like it's not accidental. Mm-hmm. It's an intentional proclamation from God about who he is. Uh, it was at that point that I realized that's something worth mm-hmm. Going to see and worth like going in a way that would be sacrificial, definitely right. on my part. Yes, because <laughs> I hate driving. <laughs> and to get there, if you can't fly, you you have to have to drive. There's no way around it. We looked. No, well, yeah, we looked at like Google what Google recommended in terms of walking. Walking it's way too long. We it thought about a train. Yes, we did look into a train. Yeah. Yeah. Anything. Anything. We did not look Horse into back. a Greyhound bus. No, we're no, no, no buses. <laughs> but um, and that would be true of what you said about seeing God's glory. That would be true of anything He's made. Yeah, on this earth. So like, it doesn't have to be. It doesn't Nantucket, have to be Nantucket. It was Nantucket was just what, what the Lord we've been had talking about, and I had been sort of rejecting it as that silly to want to yeah. go there. I was. I'm all. I'm a big New Heavens New Earth guy. Uh, talk about it a lot, and so I used to always be like, "Hey, I'll see it in the New Heavens and New Earth." Yeah, we'll see everything. Like, we don't need we'll to have travel. lots of time, and then I recognized, no, God made it for you to see and recognize now. Right. It's it's now for you to understand in your life His glory, and I we. In the science class, been teaching that to the kids to go out and look at the trees and look at the ground, look at all these things. And I realized that my kids had, we'd spent a whole semester looking at the things around us. And not that those things had become banal or normal for the kids, but I thought, here's a whole nother segment mm-hmm. of creation that they've never seen. Totally that different. Totally they like mind blowing. Never seen the ocean. Never seen the ocean. Never seen an any, island, of course, yeah, right? Of course, any ocean type animal. Yes. Yes. So. Yeah, it was a totally different thing. So I thought, 
look of of all the things that I could spend my money to do mm-hmm. and our money to do, like even like I love Branson and I love amusement parks, and mm-hmm. I'm not saying don't go to those because we'll probably go to Silver Dollar City in the next few weeks if you know, <laughs> uh, after this I mean, we've thought about it now enough that we'll go, but. Like, if there's anything you could spend your money on, mm-hmm. it is worth investing your money to see something mm-hmm. that God has said will teach you about him. So now there's no you would promise say that it was worth your it money. Was def- it's yeah. worth your money because there, there's no promise of that around a thing like necessarily an amusement park yeah. or any of those. Again, although they're great. Uh, but there is, like, God saying, mm-hmm. I've made these things to teach you about me. Mm-hmm. That's worth going mm-hmm. and seeing. Because I think if he did make something... If God did make something now and drop it from the sky and it was in oh, yeah. it was in Utah. We'd all go. <laughs> and it was on golden tablets. No. Uh, <laughs> it was, let's not put it in Utah. Uh, you know, it was wherever. You know, it was in Sheboygan, Wisconsin. Oh, I uh, I, I, you would load your family up to mm-hmm. go see it. Mm-hmm. And he has said that, that all of this creation yeah. is that. So, so it was, so we yeah, did, that's we my, set aside. That is my plug for Christians <laughs> going, uh, on vacation. going, like <laughs> Christians buy passes to all the national parks, <clears throat> yeah. uh, do a national park tour, see, and, see what you can. And if you don't, like we, we set aside money for this, mm-hmm. um, we, that is precious money. I mean, yeah. we could have used that in many ways. Could we not? <laughs> well, yeah, definitely. But um, in fact, now we're talking about all the ways we can, things <laughs> we, we can't, can't do, like we because we have buy. made that decision, and right. and we keep going. It's for His glory, for His glory. Yes, for His glory. And there, there is no, there is no doubt, no, no, no qualms in my mind about that. Yeah. So, um, but if if there is no extra money, there are definitely places we can yeah. all go to see. His yeah, you're glory. like, well, I could never go to Nantucket. Mm-hmm. One, let me tell you. Last year you, we would have said you, that. You probably could. Uh, probably what? You probably could. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> you, yeah, like you, you can, uh, the, the, but don't, I'm not going to take you. Um, no. But uh, yeah, I mean, look at the world around you. Like mm-hmm. really, if anything, like it's not about, hey, go down and take it. It's mm-hmm. about, you know, just recognizing mm-hmm. that, uh, you know, this is true for for every place and really just opening our eyes to every aspect yeah. of his And there are other vision. places like next on our list is to take the kids to the mountains. Yes. Because they've never seen never seen the mountains. Like Colorado type yeah, mountains. Yeah. So there are so many options. Wherever you live, um, there are places you could go that would blow your kids' minds to see. And 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 your own. <laughs> And we may get into this into into the tips in a second, uh, but you can be intentional in that too. You can be intentional, uh, and I hate the word intentional because what do you do accidentally? You know, it's not accidentally going to do any of these yeah. things. But you, you can you can be purposeful. That's the, really the same. It's just a synonym, but it feels better um, about some some of these things. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just think if if we believe scripture. Uh, then we as Christians should be just the greatest admirers of creation. Yeah. Just admiring creation. And and, think... and sometimes in this whole, <clears throat> you know, um, even global warming sort of, the almost this mother naturist sort of worship mm-hmm. that you get either, you know, that sometimes as Christians we can be sort of, ah, oh, this world's all just going to burn up. Mm-hmm. Like, no need to care about it anyway. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's really, you read Genesis uh, chapter 1 and chapter 2, that's really... 
not the picture you get of, you know, God has made this. Uh, and as the sign in my parents' bathroom said, and God don't make no junk. Uh, so uh, that sign then also had a had a picture of me at the bottom of it, and me and my brother. Right. Uh, so I know I'm. What does it say? I know I'm yeah, special. I know I'm special because God don't make no junk. <laughs> And Amen. it was, yeah, it was one of those things that was printed at the mall. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like back in the eighties. I think on like those dot matrix a printers. Big building full of junk. Yeah, yeah. No, I think it was on one of the kiosks in the yeah. middle where they would take your picture. Yeah. And they would print it on this thing, and the printer would be like, nee, nee, nee. one of those printers. Uh-huh. Yeah, I think I almost remember it. It's right up there. It was like it's right up there with like the 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 spray painting T-shirts. Oh. That they do. I think it's. I think you must have had more money than I did growing up. <laughs> because we got one, we didn't get spray painted t-shirts, <laughs> and two, it's not like the things sold in the kiosk of the mall well, are like I mean, for the. I don't remember getting anything from a kiosk, so rich kid. <laughs> yeah, that's that's wildly inaccurate. Okay, uh, so do you want to move on to some? Some tips that we kind of picked up as we went on this trip. Oh, sure. You've probably got a, a hundred tips. I do. So why don't you... I do. Is that... And if and it's going to be funny. If you hear her delay, it's because <laughs> right before the start of this episode, she said, I've got these and let's just go with it. If there's any tips that I don't understand what they mean, let's just roll with that. <laughs> if I have any notes that I don't know what I, I'm talking about, actually, let's, just, let's just go with it. I made these notes in the car... On a, like, marathon road trip on our way back home. So, who knows if they make sense. Um, but one thing I I would suggest anyone do is cover your trip with prayer. Um, we prayed about this trip. And one thing I've really learned about prayer this year is that you you tell God what's on your heart. And you, you, you can ask Him. Like, this is something we would love to do. It's not quite feasible for us you know it doesn't make Mm -hmm. a ton of sense for us to take (laughs) this money and and go to Nantucket it sounds crazy um and but if it's in your will we would love to do this but if it's not we're content to stay home Mm -hmm. and so I feel like that was the prayer we we frequently prayed about this trip right just yeah once my mind was set once I knew Nantucket was for God's glory. I was like, yeah. I'm spending all my money to get there. Like it was it, like that yeah. before that. Yeah. It was a man. I don't know, Leslie, you know, we got to be yeah. good stewards. And then God was like, steward this. Yeah. And I was like, okay, yeah. like take all my money. Like the, the timing of it. And like, is this yeah. the year to do it? Just- yeah. There, the Lord was really gracious in setting everything up. Mm-hmm. To, for us to go at the perfect time, perfect situation, yeah. all sorts of little things that uh, we give him total credit for right. because we never happens. want to say anything is coincidence. Yeah. Uh, it's all the Lord answering. Yeah. It's all the Lord answering. That's prayer. what happens when you pray. Then he does get the yes. glory. And then, and then that's what I would say with prayer and mm-hmm. the Lord's answering when he does make sure and give him the glory for it. Don't try and <laughs> pawn it off as like, coincidence. Oh wow, that must have been a coincidence like, that this cottage uh, opened up that we. Yeah, got yeah. For. You might hear. You might hear in the background here. We're in Oklahoma in the middle of May, and so it's rumbling outside. Another string of yeah. severe weather coming our way. We've been in the tornado shelter twice this week, and 
you know, we got, right before we started the podcast, Leslie said, uh, did you check the weather? <laughs> and I said, no. Did you know? Uh, and I still never did. Oh. I still never did. We could be about to die. This could be our, our, our last our testament. Our literal last yeah. words. Uh, but one of the things that I love in Oklahoma is, is that people will, so they'll say that severe weather is coming. Mm-hmm. And so people will freak out. Mm-hmm. But what will Christians do? Pray. They'll pray. And so Christians will pray, and then the severe weather won't happen. Mm-hmm. And then Christians will say, those weathermen don't know nothing. Yeah, stupid weathermen. <laughs> stupid weathermen, what do they know? Why do yeah. we listen to them? And I just feel like God is face palming up there. <laughs> like, are you kidding me? Yeah. Uh, and I never want to do that. I'm always going to err on the side of give him the right. credit for everything. Yeah. Because he tells us every good and perfect gift yeah. comes from above. And we, and so, we saw that. But yeah. I think by by praying and handing this to him, yeah, over and over again, we saw his glory even in the planning, yeah, and it just yeah. made it something so special, and um, it caused us to praise him. Mm-hmm. So, um, <clears throat> okay, this is something that we talked about a lot on our trip. That as the parents and as the the driver and the packing lady, this was not. A vacation. It was a what? Adventure. It was an adventure. Um, something that really sank in for me is that we are not the kids anymore. And I think a lot of parents get tripped up like on vacations and on holidays when we are not the ones that get to put our feet up and, mm-hmm. you know, soak in the sun and have people bring us food. Um this was a this was a trip of service, wasn't it? Yeah, oh, golly, yeah. That's a that is going to be one of my tips: is do hard things <laughs> for your family and show them, and do it do it in a way that glorifies God instead of like always proclaiming how hard what you're doing is. <laughs> you know, there's nothing like I wish you people realized how hard this was. Like that's not that's mm-hmm. not a something mm-hmm. you want them to model. Right. Uh, so do this hard thing, but do it in a way. That, you know, you're anointing your head with oil, mm-hmm. you know, like the Lord talks about with fasting. You, know, you fast, but you, you anoint your head with oil when you do it. Like mm-hmm. a, um, make it something where you're still, you're still praising Lord, not walking around like, you know, drag. I can't believe I'm doing, I'm doing this for you people. Yeah. But we did. I mean, it was, I guess I'm not lying when I say I hate driving. He really like, hates driving. Like Zach, person dedicated number one on last week's podcast, uh, it, when I told him that I was driving, he was like, anybody who knows you is going to think, no, not yeah. Chris. Because this was a 28, it was 28 hours. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> Facts. Facts. I set all the timers on my van when we left because I wanted to know exactly what it was going to be. So he could so I could anoint his head with oil. Yes. Just kidding. Yes. Uh, I did. You guys, no one knew that I set the timer till we got back, right? I wasn't the whole time going, you know how many miles it's been? Just another hour behind the wheel for me. Uh, it was 3,886 miles. Point five. Kids always make me put the point five. Oh, yeah, point five. Point five miles uh, round trip. Mm-hmm. 3,886. I drove an oil change. I had my oil wow. change before we left. And it's past due now. Oh my goodness. Um, I didn't know that. It was 82 hours behind the wheel. Yeah. 82 hours. I I mean, like all the random things that we did. I had to sit. Yes. In the passenger seat. Co piloting is no. It's so hard. 
Yeah. You have no idea. Yeah. She was, you had to deal with like bed sores and stuff like that. Always having to rotate. I know. Yeah. It was really difficult. Yeah. So, yeah, definitely, um, I think it helps going into a trip to know this is not my time to, to be on a luxurious vacation. This is, this is work. I'm still a parent and. And I love, and when you said adventure and for adventure for you versus vacation, that's what you think of. Uh, and, (laughs) but when I think of adventure for, for me, it was that the, we're not just purposelessly traveling. Yeah. We're not, we're not taking a break from real life Mm -hmm. to do this fake life. Mm Mm-hmm. Or to yeah. step away from yeah. this life that's boring and hard mm-hmm. to get a little taste of happiness, right. you know, uh, which is yeah. why which is why people get so stressed out they do. because they're dissatisfied they're with on. life. And so they're trying to recharge for the whole year yes. or five years by going to Disneyland. And, and so it's, yeah, so it's got to be perfect. Right. And so when it's not perfect and it's not going to recharge us, so mm-hmm. we'll be able to, you know, for the next few years be able to go but remember remember disneyland yeah. <laughs> remember it's like the like the our version of remember you were slaves in in egypt but and i redeemed you it's like so things are bad now in this wilderness of life but remember mm-hmm. i took you to disneyland and it was great and so when we're at disneyland and people are and they're fighting and yeah. there's bickering the and the are lines are long walking. which by the way is the type of child i was <laughs> Uh, one of my greatest, and this is funny that it's my dad, I dedicated it to my, my dad. Yeah. Uh, I, we went to, we went to Disney world and I was horrible. Yeah. And you can't take that back. I know. You can't undo that. And I think now about all, like how disappointing that must've been. Oh, I think he, you know what I think? I think your dad should take us back. <laughs> Redo. <laughs> Dad, I'm gonna let you. Yeah, let's. We're, we're gonna. Hey, we're gonna go with you. We cannot contribute anything financially no. to the well, trip. Well, we want to reenact it. Yes, I did not contribute anything financially on the way there. So I think the first we time, get so a, a do over, total do over, and we will we will giggle the whole time. I'll be. I'll be so kind. You can wear Mickey Mouse. I mean, I to my to my benefit, I was an angsty teenager. Yeah. At that time, Were you but being just a also not being very. No, I was a believer, oh. and I was probably an arrogant one, oh, and that was well. probably my problem. That was part of my problem. There was a lot that was yeah. anyway. It's okay. Sad note. It's okay. So. Anyway. So yeah. Well. Do hard things. So the adventure. Be on going on an adventure. Yeah. But it's purposeful. It's, we were seeking the Lord's glory. We're like going on an adventure. It was like, we're taking up, we're going, we're going, you know, almost 2000 miles to see the Lord's glory. And it did feel, I felt at times like we were in a children's book, like a family getting in our car and going going on this journey to see what God has made. I felt sometimes like I was in a nightmare. <laughs> this man goes on a journey and ends up in some sort of Greek tragedy oh. where he's driving a van for the rest of eternity. And I mean it was feel- like it was like 30 minutes into it and everybody was asleep yeah. in the van. And I was like they have all died. Is this I am just here. Yeah. Uh, well, that that's funny cuz it it reminds me um our our youngest is 18 months old and he would he would sleep in his car seat he'd watch little bear and then we would 
we would stop so he could run around at Cracker Barrel. So, you know, like, every big town has a Cracker Barrel. And by, like, the fourth time we had done that, I was starting to think, like, what what is going on in his mind that I take a nap. <laughs> I wake up. And I wake up. I, watch I run a little up bear. and down the sidewalk yeah. at Cracker Barrel. Because to him, it's, it's the, the same, same Cracker Barrel. Because <laughs> they all look alike. Yeah. So he just He's thinks. Like, Why are we doing for, this? For, yeah. Like, so if I felt like I was on a loop. <laughs> He had to... For three days. Yeah. Which, just, for him, like, the amount of time he's me. been conscious, <laughs> that's a pretty big chunk of time. Like, uh, cracked yeah. Me up. I was yeah. like, we need to switch it up so Jack will know we're not just, like, on a hamster wheel. Um. Anyway. Yeah, so yeah. We, had, we did adventure, and, and I would, you know, with the advent and being purposeful and, and really, you know, um, going in search of something. Um, we did, we had the kids every day at the end of the day, because we're going on this, like our destination is Nantucket, but we're traveling through mm. all sorts all of sorts. states like that, states. that like it felt like all, we were, I felt like I was nonstop going, now we're in, da, da, da. <laughs> now we're in, da, 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 da. uh, and at the end of every day, we'd ask the kids like, what did you see that made you think? my God is glorious. Mm-hmm. Or what did you see that made you think, man, the creative power of God. It was really interesting. Some of the things they come up with. Yeah. Some of them were different. It was always different. They all had different things yeah. that, that stuck out. And unexpected, them. not mm-hmm. just beautiful things. Mm-hmm. Like I would expect that, like that they would just pick the most beautiful thing mm-hmm. that they saw. Right. But they didn't. Yeah. Sometimes it was. That a rock, that trees were growing out of rock. Yes. Like One time it was that, that there was just that the highway was that there was just a place cleared in the midst of the mountain oh, for, for the road. Yeah, and that there was a passable area through the mountain even. Mm-hmm. So that even as the and even in the creation of the mountains, mm-hmm. there were areas in the mountains made so that people could pass mm-hmm. through them. I didn't hear that one. That's yeah. neat. And then New York City, our son. Yeah, yeah, get it in. Our our oldest was like I loved the city because it showed me just the amazing things that that people can make mm-hmm. that God uh, uh, that God made up and then we sort of built. I don't want you to think that he's like some sort of deep theologian. As we're <laughs> about this. Um, we talk about how, yeah, as image bearers of God, we we create or as as I say, redistribute what He's created, repurpose it, mm-hmm. uh, and and. Make some pretty like when you pull up on the when we pull up on the to see New York City, it's it's pretty amazing just as it, it as it sort of these spires erupt <laughs> out of the ground. Uh, and you know, for him, that was it, and just being amazed, mm-hmm. amazed by that. And we get to talk about like, hey, yeah, with the Tower of Babylon, like that's mm-hmm. it, it's not the making of the tower that's the problem, it's the making it for their own glory mm-hmm. and not wanting to fulfill God's purpose of being fruitful and multiplying, filling the earth for God's glory, but instead wanting to build a monument right where they are, mm-hmm. not leave, stay there for their own glory. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, yeah, so to see, you know, these these creative things and to recognize that that God made us with mm-hmm. the ability to, to do that. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. That was, it was neat. So was all those different and things. Just that that was a simple way to bring us back to the Lord 
as we're going on this adventure. Because most of our adventure was driving. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we did stay for a few nights, but most of it was driving. So if we had just been like purposeless in yeah. the driving, right. then most of our adventure would have been just oh, sort of man. meandering, okay. which would make it feel mm-hmm. less enjoyable. It, I think those moments of talking about it at the end of the day were as just recuper- recuperative for me mm-hmm. as it was for the kids. I do too. I do too. That's good. Okay, so another thing that really um, that I really learned from this trip, and I hope it will encourage any moms out there. Um, I remember in the week before I started packing for this trip, a week before we left, and my brain, my brain can only handle so much. And um, and sometimes that <laughs> so much is not very much. <laughs> Yeah. So she'll just look at me with these like Yeah, I get like I'm on overload eyes. Overload, yes. Especially if there's a lot of noise, which we live in a house with five kids. Five kids so and a loud husband. Yeah, there's always noise. So you have to you have to figure out how to think in the midst of it. But a loud um, husband who can tune everything out. Yes. So sometimes it's not the biggest He's help you could be. Gifted at that. Yeah. Um, but so there was a challenging aspect to this trip because it was already hot here and we were going, we'd be in the car <laughs> for four days. In hot places. Yes. Yes. And then we were going to be in a cold place for five days mm-hmm. and then back in the car for four days. Um, so, you know, just trying to, to pack things we'd need for Nantucket for the, the top of the, the luggage rack and then the things we'd need for the hotels and the back hatch of the van and there was all this thinking and then I was buying all these seaside books like ocean books and Amazon packages kept coming in the mail with new books because I wanted them to have books to read when we got there and we don't have any ocean books here um, in our library I mean our personal library so um, there was a, a time where I thought my 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 head was going to explode, and it was it was hard work, like doing all the laundry, getting everything packed, and th- there was there was a temptation to to make a big deal about it and to grumble because mm-hmm. even in the midst of it, you know, kids are still hungry, and. There's still parenting moments. Like, you can't the just... The n- normal life doesn't stop. No. Yeah. When you've got... Yeah. So, there's normal the life table. that is already busy. Right. So, somewhere in the middle of it, though, it just hit me. Like, God has fitted me for this task. Like, my kids, if they had to pack for themselves, they would wind up in Nantucket with no coats, no no books about the ocean. <laughs> um Probably no. In her head, she's also thinking, or if my husband had packed for my kids. (laughs) I'm not going to say that. (laughs) You told me that. You're very kind to say that out. But, um. Because you've told me, if I die, (laughs) please promise to dress the children. Well, no, I've told them who to call. There's, I have a friend, Leslie Williams, shout out to Leslie. She would, she would do the wardrobing for my children. So. Long distance wardrobing? Would we yeah, Marco no. Polo this every morning? No, no. She would take care of it, and the the Bowdoin packages would arrive yeah, okay. at the house when all they right. needed to. Anyhow, all that to say, um, it just it it hit me at one point that this is something I can delight in. That God has made me, equipped me for this task, and to enjoy it, like to glory in it, that I can do this job to serve my family. Did, did I ever praise you for how you handled it? I don't remember. Like, well, I mean, you can. Go ahead. I, but I, I feel like I was just watching. You know how you're always waiting 
for the other shoe to drop. Yeah. Like, so you're doing this for a week and I'm like, she's going to crack. Yeah. Like she's going to totally, like we're going to find her sitting in the corner of the bathroom weeping. Mm-hmm. Uh, not that that's ever happened before. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just kept waiting and it never, it never happened. And so you, know, you never know like what, like when do you like point it out? Mm-hmm. Like, man, you're doing great. Or is that going to be like. No, the- yeah, like you just it's you do awful. the finger and the damn sort of situation. Just pretend like it's not there, and uh, yeah, it was it was really it was fun to watch, to totally spectate in, and to try that balance as a husband of like helping but not helping too much, mm-hmm. about seeing it but not talking about it, and should I talk about it and or not should I asking not? what are in those Amazon boxes? Yeah, I, I did not and ask. I that. wanted to also point this out because I wanted to praise you. Like I saw my husband do the same thing in a in a role that that God made him strong in um, the ability to to drive us and to know where we're going. Like I could not do that. I could not get our family to Nantucket. It would be impossible. Just like if he had to get them there, he could get them there, but they would not be dressed. Yes. <laughs> They would, they would be dressed, but in totally inappropriate clothes. Yeah, no, certainly no shoes, because we still get to church. It happened, what was it, yesterday? Every day. It happened yesterday, and they're like, do they have shoes on? I was like, yeah, I told them all to put their shoes right, on. And then right. we get in the, and Chevy steps out and is like, I don't have any shoes. <laughs> and she just looked at me like, seriously, I was like, hey, I told them. What more do I need to do besides it's, tell them? It's our thing. It's our thing. So, um, yeah, I just think that the Lord... Sometimes the jobs we feel like grumbling about, if you stop for a minute and think, you know what, if, if, if I weren't here, like my kids would not, I know their needs, I know what will make them happy, and, and I have the chance to serve them in this way. So to do it, and to do it joyfully, and to be excited that you have a job that you are able to do. So that's something that really stuck out to me. Um, another thing... Uh, faithfulness, this is one of my favorite Rachel Jankovic quotes that faithfulness doesn't feel like, (laughs) faithfulness doesn't feel like what it is accomplishing. So I thought of this when we were on the island and, you know, dumping sand out of all the clothes and washing clothes and our, you know, our work did not end. Once we got there, we, we stayed in a cottage and we had to, we did laundry and we were doing our normal food stuff. Um, but, you know, it's not like just being there. Sorry, we have to pause. We have a broken toy. I'm fixing a... What happened? Ooh, Shep, I don't know about fixing this one right now. We might have to... We might have to fix it in a minute, okay? Glue it? Yeah, we might have to glue it. Okay. I'll get this one back to you in the morning, okay, bud? Mm-hmm. Okay, love you. We'll be right there, okay? Love you. Mm. So, um, <laughs> do you know what I was saying? <laughs> no, I saw him walking in holding a dismembered figurine Sky and Lord. I was like, uh oh. And that's a favorite toy. Yeah. Hmm. Okay, leg is. Oh, good leg job, Papa. So, do you know what I was saying about that? Faithfulness does not feel like... Yeah, So, okay, so as you're in this moment, it doesn't feel like you're changing anybody's world. You know? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah it, it just feels like a normal day. Like, I'm getting the sand out of this kid's clothes, and we're, we're putting kids Which to bed. Which is happening a lot. 
in Nantucket. <laughs> it happened a lot in Nantucket. Like, I did not realize how much sand would be in everything. But th- this is a time of planting. Mm-hmm. And to plant in faith that, that God is taking this thing that we're doing. He's going he's gonna to grow something. Which is another reason you need to do it faithfully, not just in the actions, but in the attitudes. Right. Yeah. And that's on my list, to keep a good, focus on a good attitude. Because and I think, I think that that's on my list, too, uh, for dads. Because I think it's different for dads mm-hmm. than, than for the ladies, I assume, even though uh, we are both you know, made in the image of God. Um, I feel like the, the struggles are different here. Mm-hmm. Um, so you want to share what were, what were you going to share? Well, about? Th- there's nothing like a, nothing ruins a trip, like a seething mom or dad who's like dragging kids around. Like we're going to have fun yeah. by golly. Cause we paid for this. And yeah. And I, I think the I think the temptation for the, for the dads, especially like fathers make it fun. Mm. Because it, because what, if what you're doing is something in pursuit of the Lord and His glory, like that is a joy. It's a get to, not a got to mm-hmm. situation. Mm-hmm. And so, like, it, and that's again why it's so important to have your purposes right mm-hmm. for what you're doing. Mm-hmm. And that's what we talk about with the vacationing. If your if your mindset is wrong, mm-hmm. then there's going to be frustration and all these little things. So so just make it fun in terms of so don't be that dad who is like and this was this I tried to do this on the driving. Like mm-hmm. this is my driving. I could say my driving did. tip. Hey uh don't be the dad who's like so set on a schedule <laughs> that he actually he ruins the actual trip. Right. You know you know you because you, you, so you you've got to be godly even in your work right mm-hmm. like even in what you're doing even when, if you're doing something hard you've still got mm-hmm. to be godly in it and you wouldn't like like outside the car like outside of the situation mm-hmm. like you're not driving in a normal situation you would not place more importance on a timing that you've set in your head right. Yeah, that you've created. Like I want to be here at this time, mm-hmm. and sometimes it's because it's a timing that the Googles said in your head. <laughs> right, right, Google said Google I could be there, be and there so now, like as a dad, it's like a challenge. Yeah. Like you should make it there in eleven hours and thirty six minutes, and you're like, I think I could do eleven thirty five. And so then when the kids like, I gotta pee again <laughs> after you just stopped and told them to use the bathroom. Right. Yeah. So so you would never in real life set more importance on your the, this timing that you oh, set. Yeah than you would showing kindness to your children. You'd right. never say, which is more important, getting there on time or being kind to your kids. You would right. never outside of the car say, getting there on time. That's very insightful. But for some reason, in the car, in these hard situations, mm-hmm. you think it's better to be on time than it is to be kind to your kids. Mm-hmm. And and that's that's not yeah. the way God is to us. Right. It's not the way it's not the way we want our children well, to act. It would ruin your trip. It would, it would, and it does. It does. It does. It ruins a lot of trips. And again, it's not, it's not how you would want your children to act. It's not, it is not how, it isn't how God acts. There's nothing admirable uh, or God honoring in making everyone nervous to mention (laughs) they have to use the bathroom. Like if people in your car are like, I think I should probably just pee myself. Rather than tell this guy that I've got to pee because they're so afraid of you. Yeah. Like that's, that's to be the sort of. stay home. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, the sort of like you're the admiral of the vehicle. Yeah. Like that, that image, 
uh, is probably a struggle for men. Like, uh, like well, that's why all I of said. a sudden, our cars become a naval vessel, yeah. and we should wear like a like a tri corner or naval, yeah. you know, sort of hat. And that's how we yeah. feel like throw the mizzen mast up, and we're set on this concrete that's why I said concrete that voyage. This was very insightful. I wasn't trying to like. And all of that is because driving is the worst. It all comes back to the yeah. reason men are like that is because driving is horrible. <laughs> well, I wasn't trying to like be like your mom. Like that's very insightful, Christopher. <laughs> Thank you. It's it's that's insightful because I did not really know that about men. So oh, yeah. that's good to know. And on the same exact thing, but for women, I would say trying to make these moments. I think that's a real temptation for moms. Like oh, we're gonna get to the moment. beach and oh, everyone's yeah. gonna we're gonna frolic and we're gonna take a picture and and to be so focused on those moments that you get huffy at, at your husband for not helping you like get the baby's attention for the picture or there are so many ways that a mom can can get huffy about things not going exactly how she has decided it's going to be in her mind. And so I, I found a lot of joy in just letting letting these days happen um, when we were in Nantucket. And whatever happened, I mean, just being content and and trying to take pictures as they happened. You know, that's just a little tip. Um, taking pictures that are actually happening instead of trying to, what would be the word? to fabricate mm. these moments and that's a real temptation for moms mm -hmm. especially with the instagrams to create a different type of moment when you're trying yeah. to create a special moment to, yeah. to create a moment that the kids are like what in the right. world and everyone's yeah. fake smiling because smiling. mom's really yeah she's losing it yeah because so, she's got this picture of a moment yeah and so it's so much better to just have your camera and take real Real pictures of your kids really having joy at the things they're seeing. Or to take pictures of a seal. A seal? We or got a seagull. Yes. Uh, uh, what was the, the little crab thingy? A horseshoe, a horseshoe crab? crab? Yeah. Yeah. So um, that was good that you were saying the same thing that I was. Um, okay. Let me look at my notes real quick because we're really... We're really getting almost all of my list finished. So um, now you're like, forget the time. Oh, let's get this. Let's yeah, get this done. just two quick things. Don't make promises. Like we're going to swim at the hotel tonight. It is better to never vow a vow. <laughs> I just, just, I felt like a lot of times we would tell our kids like, we'll see. I mean, I don't know what's going to happen today. That's what mm -hmm. we would just say. Like, yeah. And they'd say, are we going to get to go to the ocean again? Well, we don't know what the weather's going to do, but I know we're going to have a good time together. Mm -hmm. So um, that was something that yeah. I learned on this trip. And then um, identify your temptations beforehand. And this is something I picked up from the What Have You podcast about holidays. To go into a holiday knowing these are my typical temptations I face around hospitality or having... Having a big holiday thing that I'm I'm putting on, or people in the kitchen, or right. my own ideas of yes. making the house look a certain way. Yeah, and so for a, a trip with your or kids, people acting. Come on, guys, it's Christmas. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> That's another story for another day. Um, so when you're in on a road trip with a lot of people, it's easy to identify the temptations ahead of time. Like we're gonna get 
crowded in this minivan, right? And people are going to have to go to the bathroom. Like, you know ahead of time some things that are And there's a good chance we may die. <laughs> That's what that I think was, was running through your head. That was on my mind a bit. Um, and, like, <laughs> when we would get near a hotel to know the kids have been sitting all day, they're going to be crazy at the hotel mm-hmm. for a minute. Yeah, yeah. So when we would pull up to a hotel, I would start praying because I was ready to go, like, sit in silence for a minute. That was that was my other tip uh, mm. is... And it, it goes with that last one. Treat your children like people. <laughs> like they're genuine people. Mm-hmm. Like any other like situation where you're trapping someone in a situation for eight hours. Right. Like an adult mm-hmm. will be ready to get out. Right. And, and that's after years of sort of developing self-control. So don't like, because you're going to be experiencing a different sort of emotion mm-hmm. because they've mindlessly mm-hmm. done the last eight hours and you've been tense <laughs> and you've been worried. And so you're wore out. Right. And they're haven't what? done anything. <laughs> right. And so don't be like, Hey, feel the way I feel. Uh-huh. I, who am older right. and who recognize what you're going through. <laughs> You, on the other hand, have no idea what it's like to be me. Mm-hmm. And I know what it's like to be you. And yet I'm going to expect you mm-hmm. to act and understand me rather than me understand you. Right. And and it's it's a way that we, you know, don't treat kids mm-hmm. like uh, like real people. Yeah. And, and, it, and that creates more problems on trips. Yes, yeah, it does. And so if I, if I knew going into it, okay, they are going to be wired when we go into this hotel room mm-hmm. and they are going to be jumping all over the place but to give them I would give them like 30 minutes and I would just take deep breaths and eventually things as they always eventually, do eventually she would come out of the bathroom <laughs> that's <laughs> true too um, and <laughs> she's returned mom's back mom's back yeah i think you said sympathize sympathize with them on the yeah. trip and that's yes. what it is it's just because they they do i mean the fact that they're making it at all mm-hmm. without just screaming mm-hmm. and yelling like let us out. i mean it was again it was 30 minutes into the trip and some people were asleep it was also 30 minutes into the trip and shepherd was asking are we there yet <laughs> and i was yeah, I mean, and we weren't story. even that we weren't even past things that he recognized or should <laughs> recognize i say should because this is shepherd should recognize and i was like no buddy we just have 27 and a half more hours to go if we don't stop to pee uh so yeah so oh, so they're man. not going to understand yeah. and so and you've got this great chance to really Show the patience, the steadfast love, the mercy, the grace, the understanding that your heavenly father shows you. Mm -hmm. Because he's taking you on this. He's tied you to his story of his grace. Mm -hmm. And he's weaving this story in your life. And sometimes you don't get it. And sometimes you kick and scream because you want to get out and do something else. Uh, And yet he is kindly and patiently uh, leading you on a story that in the end... You're going to wind up at a place greater than Nantucket, mm-hmm. and you're going to thank the Lord for taking you on the trip. So treat your kids the same way. Yeah. All right. So I think it's time to give us this. You've 
You've got to do the surprise. What's your surprise? Do we have time? We, who cares if we have time? I mean, we're already past time. No one's going to be like, I've made it 59 okay. minutes. I'm Mystery. not going to make it an hour. Mystery Jello salad. Although some people might not click on this because they saw it's an hour. But Yeah. Well, I hope they do. Well, okay. they already have by now, okay. right? So we can't, either they won't or they, they, right. they will. So the mystery salad. What's your mystery? Your surprise our jello surprise, salad. Our surprise topic is, um, what do you think about women pastors? <laughs> <laughs> so, so that's when you were like, do we have time for this? I'm kidding. That's oh, okay. not topic. Oh, man, because I was, I was already formulating stuff in my head. We were about to jump into Timothy's and the Corinths and tell you exactly oh, what no, I think. Oh, no, I really, I wanted to ask you about your chickens. <gasps> Sovereignty of God alert. <laughs> That was one of the listed topics for the no, next show. Yes. <laughs> Look, here, I'll scroll it. What's that say? Can you read what? it? Family chickens. Family chickens. <laughs> I love my chickens. Okay. Very much. And again, uh, you can thank Gordon Wilson. <laughs> you can thank the book of Psalms. And, you can thank Genesis 1 and 2. And your mother in law. And you can thank my mother in law. <laughs> because she randomly showed up. On Easter? Uh, it was a couple A, a Bible before. study before Easter. We were having yeah. a neighborhood Bible study. And uh, she showed up like she showed a up, minute. Yeah, like right before the Bible study starts with a box of chickens. Baby chicks. Baby chicks. For the kids. Yeah. And the kids already know like which ones are theirs. Yeah. So I can't just be like, no. <laughs> Although that is what I did. Mm-hmm. I did say no. Uh, but she, because we didn't have the things to take care of chickens, Mm-mm. like you need a heat lamp or a place to put them. Right. That's, that's good to have a place place for them. them. We had nothing. We had no way to care for them. Uh, but then my son, uh, Shepard fell in love with his chicken and put it on his, his chest and it was sitting on his chest and he said, I'm so happy. My heart is broken. Yeah. <laughs> And I was like, all right, we're keeping the chickens. <laughs> so I think I think since you have it down as a topic, I think we should save the rest of your stories. For <laughs> we're putting the jello salad in the fridge. It's going in the fridge okay. and we will talk about the chickens okay. at length because yeah. Chris is a good chicken farmer father. Good chicken dad. <laughs> It's my chicken babies. Yeah. All right, so what's your verse for the week to end okay, this? To Just end this? quickly. Okay, we'll Psalm. S- now we're going to rush through the yeah. Bible verses. <laughs> and they're like, and done with this podcast. Yeah, don't be done. But, okay, Psalm 112. Uh, oh, I wrote it down. Gosh, okay. <clears throat> Psalm 112, verse 6. What's my Bible verse? Bleep, 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 <laughs> What's the verse I was going to read? Expletive, expletive. I didn't say an expletive. Yeah, I didn't use the Lord's name in vain. Okay, I'm sorry. I, I goshed it. I said gosh, right? Yeah. Okay. For the righteous will never be moved. He will be remembered forever. He is not afraid of bad news. His heart is firm, trusting in the Lord. His heart is steady. He will not be afraid. Um, That verse jumped out at me this week again with the tornado warnings and watches that um, he's not afraid of bad news and it reminded me of first peter chapter 3 verse 6 
that says that as Sarah obeyed Abraham, calling him Lord, and you are her children if you do good and do not fear anything that is frightening. And what I love about both of those uh, verses is they do acknowledge that there are frightening things in this world. And I have long been aware of all the frightening things um, that they are out there, but that as growing Christians that we can learn to not fear them and to not be afraid of even yeah. bad news. So, Fear is a big topic in First Peter. Even many, sometimes not even translated as fear, so, uh, but is so poignant to people in exile. God doesn't say this isn't a fearful thing. Mm-hmm. He says this is, don't fear these things because you trust in the Lord. He's going to say in First Peter 4.19, yeah. as we're going to get to, uh, not this week, but next week in our sermon is, you know, you trust your souls to a faithful creator while doing good. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, mine is Psalm one twenty six four to six. Restore our fortunes, O Lord, like streams in the Negev. Those who sow in tears shall reap with shouts of joy. He who goes out weeping, bearing the seed for sowing, shall come home with shouts of joy bringing his sheaves with him. And that plays off of what we saw last week in 2 Corinthians where he promised that God uh, gives us both the seed and the harvest of righteousness. That, that he's, he who he provides seed for the sword and bread for the uh, hungry will, will provide the, the seed and the harvest for our righteousness as well. Um, this is sort of the idea of what, what, when the, what, happened, what about when the harvest doesn't come? Mm. Like there's times where and I see this in like Bible reading and I see it in, I see it in Christians lives where we sow and we mm-hmm. sow for a day or we sow for a week or we even sow for a month or sometimes a year mm-hmm. and we don't see all the harvest that we expect to see. Mm-hmm. And so we think something is wrong with the sowing. Mm-hmm. And so we think that we're a failure because the harvest hasn't come yet. It hasn't come back a hundred fold like Jesus promises. Uh, and here, you know, you just see this promise, like sometimes you got to sow in tears. Mm. Sometimes you're crying out to the Lord, Lord, restore our fortunes like streams in the desert, mm-hmm. in the Negev. That's the desert. Like, like bring streams into my desert. Mm-hmm. Uh, and sometimes we are. We're, there are times where you have to sow in tears, but God promises that uh, those who do that, who, who go out weeping, who sow uh, in in those those tears will come back uh, with with shouts of joy because they've reaped a, a harvest. They'll come back shouts of joy, bringing his sheaves with him. So mm-hmm. sometimes you know what you what you've got to do when you sow and what do you do when you sow when there is no harvest? Mm-hmm. So keep sowing. Uh, and so that's that's what's really been on my head because and it doesn't hurt that as a pastor it's a recommendation I have to give people a lot just keep sowing and, and the reason I give it is because one of the temptations people have is to stop sowing mm-hmm. and probably as a pastor it's the same temptation yeah sometimes as pastors you know we sow into the lives of yeah. people and we're sowing the word if we're if we're pastoring rightly we're sowing the word into their lives and we're giving them the truth and it's like that it's like all hitting on the the ground that the birds seem to be eating. And you're wondering, is any, I'd sometimes I'd settle for the rocky soil, mm-hmm. uh, or the weedy soil. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, uh, you know, uh, yeah, as pastors, yeah, it's something that can be discouraging to just 
give up or quit sewing or to try something else Mm -hmm. even. You know, I think that's what's happened a lot of times with the church. You know, we sow the word and that doesn't seem to be working. So we quit sowing the word and we start trying to sow something else Mm -hmm. into people's lives. And uh, we get a harvest, but it's not a harvest of righteousness. Yeah. Uh, and so that's a whole nother topic. Too. Yeah, you should write um, that one down for a future topic. Look up family here. Chickens look what's under family chickens. What? I can't oh, see. It's not it's scrolling. It's too dark. It, I'm sorry, my screen's dark. I'm trying to save. See that? No. So, so, so. Huh. <laughs> so. Anyway. Yeah, that's our, uh, that's our topics for today. Yeah, that was a fun talk. I hope that helps any of you who have summer vacations planned. Yeah, this is a good timing year, for it. Yeah, or even if it if you start planning for the year ahead, um, it's definitely we we recommend it. We've been there, done that, and and now that we put it on a podcast, it's all tax deductible. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> um, all right, I think that's it. Right. Okay. Okay, thanks everyone for listening to us, the podcast, two seemingly meaningless people talking about meaningful things, uh, talking about our great and glorious God. Hope you've enjoyed it. 